welcome back to Jash Reacts. You are tuning in to episode number seven. This week we are recapping week seven in the Big Brother house. And today joining me, I've got a, another Big Brother fan, someone I met in the online world. Welcome, Nix. Hi, thank you. Thanks for joining me today. It's always nice to have uh, new faces and new voices on the podcast. Um, so welcome. So tell everyone, you know, your BB can history, like how you got into it. Are you a super fan, like regular fan? <laughs> you want to know it all. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I have, I'm kind of going to date myself, but I have been watching Big Brother since season one of US Big Brother. Nice. Um, and I've watched I've watched every U.S. season, every Canadian season. I'm somewhere around a super fan. I watch the live feeds. Um, we used to be able to watch the American live feeds. So I started off watching the American live feeds, but now they don't like Canadians watch them. And, um, and yeah, and I just love it. I, I Normally, if it wasn't a pandemic, I usually go to the premiere of the show when the house gets going it's like my tradition me and my cousin go every year and it's so fun we love it um I, I used to work Thursday nights so I could never go to the eviction night but um I'd always go to the premiere because they would do the premiere on like a Friday or a Saturday and uh yeah so I'm somewhere around a super fan I don't want to say I'm a super fan because I don't know every like stat and like people's yeah. first and last names and like <laughs> I don't know all that but I've seen every episode for sure and I, I yeah, I'm a big fan <laughs> I feel like the name like the title super fan gives you like a lot of pressure you know like, right thing you're like I know these people but I can't tell you their last names and like I feel like people who label this that label themselves as super fans know like every detail so it you it's yes. like a high standard yeah. so my like I would consider you a super fan because my standard of a super fan is probably lower than yours <laughs> yeah so you've watched every season which is pretty like damn amazing I yeah, was we were just talking before we started and I was just telling you like I've only watched consistently for the last four years so I mean I'd say I'm a bit like a big brother fan but I cannot give myself that title of super fan yet <laughs> until I actually watch yeah. all seasons which will happen eventually <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice I kind of like that tradition of going to the season like premiere that's actually pretty mm -hmm. sweet my shifts before too were like all over the place so I never really was able to watch the shows live but I did go to I think two evictions uh, wow. which was like such a like a fun experience and I didn't realize that it was filmed earlier in the day <laughs> yeah like I had no idea and I, my mind it was like oh my god this whole time I thought it was live probably live yeah, yeah. No. but it was like sweet because then you leave and you're like yeah now I know like what's gonna happen before everyone else does but it's kind of nice this year that in a sense like there's no live audience so we don't know who gets evicted until it actually airs so it's kind of mm -hmm. you know I still like, go on Twitter and I'm like does somebody know something? <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of nice to have that little bit of secrecy still. Yes, I always avoid spoilers, like like crazy. Like if, even if like, like, okay, so Thursday just passed, I couldn't watch the episode 
just because like getting the kids to bed and whatever. So I like, I'm not going on social media. I can't see anything. I cannot know anything until I watch the episode. I like hide from all spoilers. <laughs> yeah, you log on to Instagram or Twitter and the first thing pops up, like big brother. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was never into spoilers before, but this year, like benefit of COVID in a sense is I actually have a little bit more free time to like sit down and actually watch the live feeds. So this year I've, and because I'm also doing this podcast, I was like, you know what? I don't mind knowing the spoilers, but I get so into it. And then when the episode starts, I'm kind of like, oh, I know what happens already. Yes. That's the my, my family's always like, you're like, how is that fun if you know what's going to happen? And you're like, no, because you only ever know a pieces of what happened. And then yeah. you get the full picture when you watch the show. Yeah. But I've done some weeks where I just say like, okay, I'm not watching the feeds for like a week. Yeah. And then I watch the shows and then you're really on the edge of your seat watching these competitions. You're like, who is going to win? And the way yeah. they edit it, it's so dramatic. So yeah. I do both. I'll do both. I'll take a week off from the feeds. That's smart. And the other thing yeah. too, you watch the live feeds, you see some things like, might not be like important things in the game, but you'll see some conversations happen. And then sometimes when you watch the show, you're like, oh, so that's why this, this thing happened was because yes. of the conversation. Yeah. You're watching it and you don't watch the live feeds. You're like, why is this person thinking this way? Or like, yeah. you're so confused. Like the first week or was it the second week? Um, Oh, now I can't remember, but there was like something that happened and the house just like switched. Oh, I think it was the first week where um, we saw Julie sort of get upset with LaToya, whatever the case was. Yeah, and I was and so Josh. confused. I'm like, yeah, and, and Josh. And she kind of snapped and I was like, what the heck? Where did that come from? Uh, and then you realize if you, I didn't watch the live feeds at that point, but then you, I heard on Twitter, like stuff went down between them. And I'm like, yeah. That makes sense. So you missed yeah. out a whole bunch and it connects the dots. So, yeah, like, so true. They said that fight with Julie was huge. They said she was cursing and it was like the biggest fight ever, but they didn't show us that on the show. Yeah. So you were left like, what the hell happened? Um, so how do you like the season so far? Where I guess this is the halfway point, week seven. Or I guess it's over the halfway point. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely over. Never mind. I think we're like three weeks left. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> this has been, to me, this has been a really good season. Um, yeah, I think it's been good, good people in the house. Um, I think it's been a great season. I think that, I think, I think because of COVID, they've had to scale back the um, competitions and stuff a little bit yeah but um but the the drama in the house and the alliances and the characters they're great so yeah I think that makes up for it yeah Yeah, definitely um so yeah so far we've been having a really great season um and each week it's been in a sense a little bit unpredictable which I've been really enjoying so far and the last week we saw the double eviction. So we saw Victoria go and she was like, in my opinion, the most entertaining person in the house. I was kind of worried what's gonna happen when she goes. And then we saw Rohan leave. And now we've got a new HOH. And the HOH comp was sort of like, they actually used the ball pit. Let's just say that. Finally, seven weeks into the game, 
the ball pits actually used. <laughs> and yes. for, and it ball pits it have not good. I, <laughs> yes, I still want something. I want more in the ball pit. I thought they were gonna do something with Ty. They still didn't do enough. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. haven't done enough. And I'm, I agree with yes. you. They haven't done enough for me. And it's like week seven, they're like the ball pit. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that was dangerous. These the, there as they were like jumping out of the ball pit room the balls are all over the floor and I'm like this is a yes. hazard like, yes and not just hazard but my OCD is thinking they were sweating in those balls <laughs> ew like yeah. my OCD I'd be like I forfeit I'm out of this job oh that was gross. you think they clean the balls after that honestly probably not <laughs> I doubt it I doubt it and then That's the staff really have to go in and put all the balls back Ooh, yeah that's they had to be in there <laughs> setting up the uh spoiler alert um, the bed, bed for oh. someone to sleep in <laughs> which we'll talk about um <laughs> yeah they finally used it and it wasn't what i thought i thought they'd probably keep something in the actual ball pit or there's going to be some sort of secret veto or whatever the case is um so they had to jump into this ball pit find different colored or not different colored balls, but there were plain white balls and then they had some with X's. So the X's you could drop into another person's um, slot in a sense where you sort of eliminate points from them. And obviously at this point, uh, we've got left Jed, Ty, Beth, Tina, Tara, Ro not Rohan, <laughs> um, Brayden and Kiefer. So, majority of those people are working together and on the outside it's sort of Tina and Tara's the main outsiders and then Brayden sort of falls into that but a lot of them are going after Tara and putting in these balls with the X's in her slots because they obviously don't want her to win and Jed and Brayden are sort of neck and neck in terms of who's collected the most clear balls like the plain ones and Tara at this point is noticing this and she's starting to like mutter and she's getting pissed and she's like checking out Jed's slot and she's the only one trying to put X balls in his and she's noticing she's like what the F guys like she's like good job Jed like you're winning this competition like you have my vote if you make it to the end and she's giving up at this point and it's I get her frustration but I was frustrated at her <laughs> like I get it you can't Maybe you couldn't necessarily win, but you could still go into the ball pit, get those X's and throw them in his damn ball slot. Like there was, she quit with like maybe five or 10 minutes left. And I was like, yeah, so disappointed in that. I'm like, you just gave up. <laughs> and Kiefer got offended at it too. Cause she was calling people a bunch of cowards and Kiefer's like, excuse you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Kiefer, take it easy. Like it wasn't directed at you. <laughs> But he got a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah he, got, he got really heated. And I was almost wondering if maybe we didn't see that whole conversation, if she exactly. was really yeah. throwing some more daggers out. Yeah. Um, I, but you know what, truthfully, I understood her getting frustrated. Yeah. But I feel like other people shouldn't have gotten as frustrated. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so it was yeah. kind of just like, yeah, and again, you see her frustration because she's at the bottom and she knows that she's on the outside of this alliance. So she's frustrated because she's like, I can't win. And it's like her against the whole house. And it's like, that's sort of the way the game goes. And it's unfortunate that, you know, you're at the bottom, but it's like, you're there to play. So keep playing, don't quit. And then Tina yeah. shortly after follows and she's like, yeah, I'm not winning. 
I was like, oh, yeah, Tina, not surprised. That was the worst. Tina had no reason to give up. Yeah. No reason. She had no reason. That was terrible. That was, yeah. I was so upset with that. Yeah. That was the worst gameplay ever. It was. She had no reason to give up other than like, it was just pure laziness. It was, yeah. And then yeah. we've seen her come in the bottom of like every competition so far. And it's like, Tina, we're down to like the last seven people. You need to get your act together. This yeah. is the moment, like no more slapping. And yeah, that could have been a moment for Tina and Tara to quickly like come together and be like, you know what? There's a little bit of time left. Let's, instead of putting balls in our slot, let's try to, you know, take out Jet or something. You know, let's try to get, find yeah. more of the X balls and like throw them in there. Let's see what we can do. Even if they weren't going to win, they could have put some effort in and maybe that would have worked for them. Who knows? Yeah, But sure. That was horrible gameplay to just give yeah. up. The two yeah. of them was terrible. Like, if they did, because then Brayden actually could have won that HOH, you know? So if they just filled up his slot with those X balls, Brayden probably could have won that because they were really close. So yeah. that was disappointing. So disappointing. That but, was so that was horrible. It was horrible yeah. gameplay. Horrible. In the end. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was watching and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I hope they watch it back, which they probably will, and just realize. I'm sure you always have some things where you're like, oh, I wish I did this. Yeah. It's in the heat of the moment and you can't redo anything. So it's yeah, that's in my opinion, I'm like. In that sense, it's like you're in the moment. You can't have, a, you won't have a chance to redo this. So it's like, just go all out. Whether you lose, at least you know that you put your full effort in. Like you said, yeah. terrible gameplay on Tara and Tina's part. Yeah, that's and, that's just that's Tina's gameplay in a nutshell of just like doing the bare minimum. That's Tina's gameplay. Very true. Just like that other HOH for the invisible one, she was sort of losing it in that sense she was the last yeah. one and she's like yeah I'll take that letter home yeah yeah and she's like yeah I'm just gonna quit I'm like girl I mean I get yeah. that but I was like come on horrible yeah. like she's the worst her game was the worst and she made it so much farther than she should have yeah I thought Tina was she's the worst. like I'm glad Canada voted Tina as team captain because we typically see the older people in the house, quote unquote older house guests go within the first week. So I was glad to yeah. see that her and Kiefer were the ones that were voted in. And I'm like, yes, I hope Tina now like makes some moves. And she seemed like she was gonna be a good game player. Like the team that she chose was like stacked and like her team was dominating like for the first couple of weeks. And then it just like, as soon as the team thing was like done her game just like down yeah. yeah really can I disagree slightly I don't yeah. I don't feel like she played a good game at all at all if you look at her team she picked um mostly women which is fine yeah. Yeah. That's bad, but it's like I didn't see a strategy it was like she was just picking the women and she had like maybe two guys on her team yeah that's true. Which is and funny because her Ty and Jed, they they their first picks were Ty and Jed. They split oh, yeah. up the two big, and they talked about that. They discussed. You take one, I'll take one. They talked about yeah. that. So but that was her funny, first pick, and then she picked the women. Yeah. What's funny though is remember when Keeper was like, "Do you want to do like guys versus girls?" And she, <laughs> yeah, she shut it down quick. She's like, "No." And I was like, "Ooh, 
But yeah, you're right. She, in, the, in the end, but her, her team was like all. all women. Say, who was the other guy on that team? Jed and who? Who was the other guy? Um, uh, was it Brayden? No. You could have been. Oh no. Oh my god. I don't know. But it was only two guys. Yeah, it was just and then in that first competition, she just kept trying to get Jed out. She put all like the extra gunk in Jed's container. Yeah, which I thought was smart because you know you want to get out the stronger, the stronger guy. But that yeah. could have very easily backfired, and it wasn't even working. Try to knock out some of the other people. Yeah, she, and I, what I if Jed been... was like super angry and like was targeting her for the whole rest of the game? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Keeper's strategy was more like he's like I'm gonna spread it out, and I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I thought like I, I just thought her like her energy like was I thought the way that she was presenting herself from the beginning I was like okay she seems like a no-nonsense type of person like she shut Kiefer down I was like oh she's got attitude and like I, know, I wanted to love her and yeah, I always same. loved Newfoundlander because the Newfoundlanders are always the best <laughs> yeah they're always great and I have some of them now in my new family and they are great people and they are amazing you're never people. <laughs> you're never you never stop laughing when they're around right and it's great yeah. so I was hoping from her and Thank I you. was like oh maybe she'll actually end up being great and then the team's twist ended and I was like forgot that she was even there to be honest right yeah like team captain who yeah that exactly. was, <laughs> it's like that was disappointing yeah. uh so after the HOH comp at the end, it was Brayden and Jed who were pretty like close neck and neck in the competition. Jed ended up winning with 64 balls that he collected. So he's now crowned the eight, the new HOH. And obviously, Tara is pissed about it because she knows that she's on the chopping block, obviously. Um, but we do see her actually before this she, she we did see her sort of talk to Jed and be like I wanted to work with you this whole game um like but I never felt like I fit into your table like at your table and all this nonsense I'm like if you really wanted to be on his team and to work with him you would have done something like seven weeks ago you would have tried seven weeks ago you can't just assume you don't have a seat at his table if you don't even ask to be a part of it so I was just like that's just bullshit coming out of her mouth so but anyway so if she did something earlier she might have been saved this week if she tried to build some sort of relationship with Jed instead of trashing him the whole season there might have been a little bit of hope for her to be saved this week so I mean yeah the relationship sure. in this game that's when you realize oh shit I should have maybe built relationships with these people beforehand so I was not so far down or not so far up on their chopping list. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, so it's very obvious at this point who Jed's gonna put up. Um, Tara and Tina. So that's like no surprise. But then you also hear them sort of after the nominations talk about ba a backdoor option. So they're talking about potentially putting up Brayden as a backdoor. Initially, Brayden as a backdoor option. And Kiefer sort of is talking to Tina and he's like, this is the plan, Tina, like, we're all going to stay this week, you, Tara, Tina, like me, Tina, we're all staying. And it kind of seems like as a game move, I'm like, you could take up Brayden, but like, what's the point? You know, he's, 
with you guys right now and he's a number for you guys so it doesn't make sense um and then they start to talk about Kiefer being a potential backdoor option which was like damn then the game started to get interesting and mm -hmm. I think the reason why that was was because Kiefer, they're sitting in the kitchen and Kiefer sort of exposes that it's like hey guys so I have something to tell you when um I knew who the invisible HOH was after the competition was won. He's like, Victoria told me. And he's like, she told me not to tell anyone. Like, I knew this. <sighs> and she was gunning for you guys. Da, da, da. And they look at him and they're like, what? Worst game move ever. Yeah. What are ever. your thoughts on that? Um, well, you know what he said? He said he wanted to get it off his chest. It's been bothering him. Yeah. I think he got too confident and comfortable mm -hmm. and he slipped. I think he just, think, he was feeling top of the world. He felt like nothing could touch him and he just gave up that information and yeah. he should have never have done that. Mm -hmm. Never. He thought he's like building trust with them or he just felt like we're so strong. It doesn't matter. And he didn't realize that like the BB paranoia is real mm -hmm. and they're going to spin that. Oh, yeah. So that was a horrible game move for his on his part. I think he just he slipped. He he slipped. He didn't. He just got too comfortable and he just slipped. But it was it was a horrible move and it was unnecessary. And like she was already gone. It was so yeah. unnecessary. Was they already so unnecessary. she wasn't invisible H like you just said. Like yeah. she was already gone. And also like that could have been something he could have kept with him if he made it if he makes it to finale and been like yeah. Just so you guys know, like. I was so good in this house that the invisible HOH told me, like Vic told me she was the invisible HOH right after she won. Like she, yeah. I was in the know the whole time. That would have been a great thing. And the whole house would have been shocked. It would have been like, maybe not. Maybe Vic would have told the other people in jury and been like, oh, that's true. You know, oh, well, I did tell him. But for the house guests still in the house, like whoever he's in final two with would be like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, and that would be like, a. I think that would be a great argument for him in the end but now he sort of spilled the beans and it's like that instantly backfired on him they're also especially like are they just is he just lying to us and telling us this to think to make us think that we should trust him more mm -hmm. but and, you know what i don't know when that conversation happened but shortly after the double eviction beth was in the pantry brainstorming out loud with the live feeders mm -hmm. And she was saying Kiefer was her target because she said she had a good relationship with the girls. Mm -hmm. She had a good relationship with Brayden. She has the, the triangle isosceles people. Yeah. <laughs> so she was saying like Kiefer was really her target or Kiefer was the one she wanted. And then he did that too. I think, yeah, I think Beth was, helping steer that conversation to make it seem like Kiefer was shady possibly yeah. yeah and I feel like well we did again we did see her talk about Kiefer being her next target and I mm -hmm. guess she also did bring it up to the guys too and was there you know they're smart people they're not dumb and I've seen Jed and Ty talk a lot about gameplay and scenarios so they think things through not just like yeah they think about the domino effect that each move will have and how that will affect them. So 
I'm sure the keeper obviously was already part of their plan. And then on top of this, they have Beth mentioning it too. And now mm-hmm. it's like, well, if I'm going to make a big game move and I want my HOH to mean something right now, Tara is really not the best option. Kiefer would be the best option, you know? And he's like, well, I could take out Tara or Tina or Braden, but right now Kiefer's looking real good for my resume. And mm-hmm. as a viewer, I kind of was enjoying that. I've been like wishy-washy with how I feel with Kiefer <laughs> this whole season. So in that moment, I kind of felt bad for Kiefer. But as a viewer, I was like, this is such a great game move. Like, this it is, is so entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was also kind of like, oh, no, I'm not ready to see Kiefer go. <laughs> like, yeah. No. Um, yeah. And so let's go to the veto comp because I don't want to spill any beans right off the bat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so the veto comp comes. Um, the last at this point, they still are thinking of Braden being an option or I guess the top of their options for um, replacement. And they pretty much are obviously hoping Braden doesn't get picked. So Ty ends up getting picked. Um, Tara has house guest choice. She picks Kiefer. And uh, who else was picked? Beth. 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 Yes, Beth was picked. I keep forgetting about her. Yes. <laughs> uh, Everyone, so, but uh, <laughs> Everyone but Braden. And for the Sunsetters or the Isosceles, whatever they're called now, uh, they are enjoying, they are actually in favor of the veto picks. So it's like a TikTok theme. I don't know if you have TikTok. I don't. Um, I'm kind of like, it's kind of interesting that TikTok, and it's great for TikTok that they have Big Brother Canada and they're working together. Because it's like, you know, you're reaching a different audience. So someone like me, I've heard of TikTok, but now I'm seeing all of this and I'm like, Big Brother's like, oh, go to our TikTok page to watch this. I'm like, you're really tempting me to download it so I can watch all these like the, the branding and and in big brother is i love it like i feel like going to get wendy's like i don't eat wendy's yeah but i really i want wendy's so yes. bad whenever every i see them eat it i'm like oh that's so yes. good <laughs> every time yes every time they have like they're like oh my god my hoh room i've got wendy's and they order i'm like oh my god <sighs> every week Every week. I haven't had Wendy's. I know and I don't eat Wendy's. I don't think I I don't know if I haven't had Wendy's since I was like eight. Like I've never I don't wow. eat Wendy's, but like seeing them eat it, I'm like, that looks so good. I want to get some Wendy's. Like, this, yeah, this might be year. <laughs> yeah, their branding is on point and like Expedia Room, you know, it actually worked because I downloaded Expedia Expedia thanks to another <laughs> and I actually used it um the prior year. It was actually because of Big Brother. It's like, oh, let me try the Expedia. And I booked a trip through I did. From Big yes, Brother. I did skip the dishes. I did skip the dishes because of Big Brother. Big Brother. A few years ago, yeah. was, they always had the skip to dishes. And I, I think then, like, everyone's talking about, like, Uber Eats, maybe. Yes, yes. But then Big Brother had skipped the dishes, so I did skip the dishes. Yeah. So the branding does work. And it works. I don't want to download TikTok. But I might have to just for Big Brother, to be honest. Um, so their competition, they had watched like all these other TikTok people sort of do all these different challenges. Um, one of them was like making cookies and the other one was, um, stacking these blocks in the dark. Um, and the blocks had different shapes on them. And the last one was like bouncing a ball on some pots and pans. 
and it would land into a cup or something. So they pretty much recreated that for the Big Brother house. And the first comp was they had to stack the blocks, um, not actually in the dark, but they were blindfolded, blindfolded. And it was funny to watch because they're trying to find these big blocks and they all have different shapes and you have to have the shapes facing the outside. And oh my God, I just have to mention Ty. <laughs> I like Ty this season. I think he's his social game's really good. And I out of all of them, I feel like he's genuinely like the nicest. And so I just want to see him actually do well in a competition. <laughs> like, he put so much effort into it. And you even see Jed's face at one point, And he's looking over at Ty and he's like, what are you doing? It's just a mess. And he tried so hard. And he, and he, was, so so, hard. he was close. Yeah. He was so close. And then Brayden's oh, like, uh, he's like, you're wrong. Like, you, the shapes are wrong. He's like, plus, you also need your shapes to be on the outside. He's like, the outside? What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Ty, like, just do well on the comp. It's just do well on what? Just do well. <laughs> like, he won the veto in the maze, which was the double eviction, but which was great. But I'm like, come on, I want to see you do more. Um, so Tina's actually, Tina, Tara's actually the I first person to and get her block set up. A little, that could have been a little bit fluke. Yeah, it could have. It? it was Tara. Yeah, Tara. Yeah, it was Tara. Yeah, she did good. Yeah, Tara did well, and she sort of like, she pretty much was the first person to get it right. Um, and then next, we sort of see, like we just mentioned, Ty, but he gets it wrong. Kiefer sort of has his block stacked, and then they just tip over. They all tumble over. Poor Kiefer. <laughs> Beth is tripping over her blocks. Um, and then actually, Tina's the second person to finish it. So we have the two people on the block finishing and then Beth sort of is the next, the third person to finish her puzzle. And then they move on to the next competition, which is like a slop cookie recipe. Uh, so they have to pretty much convert the recipe or remember the recipe that they were, that they watched um, in the video and then convert it into metric. I would fail at that. <laughs> oh, I would. I, would I, I, that hurt my brain to watch them do it. I could never yeah. do that. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if I ever need to convert something. I just hop on Google. I'm like, hey, that's what Google is for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is two cups in blah? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, then, I would never be able to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, so <laughs> from there, I guess it's the top two people move on to the final round. So again, we see Tara and Tina sort of take out that one from the second round and then they move on to the final round. And that one was sort of like ping-ponging, um, like the small ball pretty much off of, I don't even know what you call them, discs. And you had to hit each one before it landed in the cup. So I don't know how long that took them, but from watching it, it seemed like it was a really quick thing. And in the end- It took them a few tries though, it did. Yeah, it did take them a few tries, but it it, I feel tries. like it finished a lot faster than I thought it would have. Um, and Tina was actually doing well in that one I kept seeing her and I thought she was doing well and I was like wow was Tina actually gonna win her first comp and Tara actually ended up winning so good for her and it also was I believe the anniversary of her brother's death um, so she had a lot of emotions going into that veto comp it was like her brother's anniversary she's knows she's on she's on the block and she knows she's the target for that week so she really needed this win and she did 
So that was so lovely to see. That was really, she had talked about wanting to win the HOH because it'd be on her brother's anniversary. And like, she didn't win the HOH, but then she won the veto. It, I was very yeah. happy for her. Like Same. just personally, I didn't want her to win because I wanted the, them to stay on the block. But um, I, it was it was lovely that to ha- let her sort of have that moment. It was nice. Yeah, it was. I definitely yeah. enjoyed that as well. Um, and so obviously she uses the veto on herself. Um, no surprise there. So sort of, there's a lot to sort of, I guess, conversations back and forth between who they want to put up on the block. Uh, so before the actual like veto ceremony, and then Jed starts to lean more towards putting up Kiefer at this point, because again, he's realizing that Kiefer's the better player and that he might not win against him. Uh, so they do let Kiefer know that, you know, he's an option or that he's actually going to go on the block, that he's no longer an option, that he's actually the person who's going to go up. And Kiefer was sort of sensing this. He's like, Jed's not looking me in the eyes. And he's like feeling the vibes are off. He talks to Beth and Beth is like, the boys want to talk to you. And they sort of, you know, gather all together in the HUH room and Jed sort of breaks it down to him. And that was so emotional like they all cried and you could and it, which was nice to see because you can tell that Kiefer meant something to them but also from mm-hmm. a game perspective they're like this is just game like it kills me to do this to you as a human like from human to human but for a game move like this is what I have to do and they all just break down and I'm like Lord please <laughs> I'm like yes. my eyes I'm like oh my god um yeah, it was it's really like, nice to see though because a lot of people would kind of say that like they're a trio and they don't actually care about Kiefer. They're just mm-hmm. using him. A lot of people kind of feel that way. Yeah. So it was nice to see them have so much emotion because it's like, no, they do care about him. Like even though he is the fourth wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I know that doesn't make sense, but he is yeah. the fourth. <laughs> but um, they do care about him even though he is number four. They still mm-hmm. like him. So that was nice to see. um yeah Kiefer though he went on hard he went that was a lot of tears oh yeah I did turn on the feeds at one point and I was seeing some of these rumors I guess on Twitter at the point for me they were rumors because I didn't watch live feeds and I was like is this actually happening so I turned it on and he was in bed crying and I'm like wow this is actually a thing um and I think it was the day of the veto ceremony and they said it was about 30 minutes before the veto ceremony Oh, really? So for, for Tara, she's doing her hair, she's getting dressed, she's so proud of herself, and she's about to do this big speech and have this whole moment, yeah. and Jed, Ty, and Kiefer, and Beth are, like, bawling their eyes out, they're having their, they totally yeah. stole her moment, it was terrible. <laughs> That's so true, that is very true, when you put it that way, it's true, like, Tara's having this really high moment for her, <laughs> after being, like, so low and then you have this going on like in the next room yeah they totally stole her moment yeah so I didn't realize that it was half an hour before the veto um but yeah so like that was really sad to see um and they ended up Tara obviously takes herself down and Kiefer is a replacement nominee and just like the music that they played at the end too was like Avenger music you know I think I was watching some sort of like movie 
it's like some slow like deep music and they were like having Kiefer talk and like the guys crying in the background and I was like oof big brothers just like yeah <laughs> they're like okay it's already a sad moment but let's just dig it in and make you actually like, yeah let um yeah so then we go to eviction night Thursday's episode um Kiefer's now on the block next to Tina so Tina obviously is like I'm obviously staying next to Kiefer so she's happy about that but then we see things sort of switch we see the guys talking they're like you know what maybe this actually isn't the best move for us right now um maybe we can actually keep Kiefer because Kiefer's pitch is you know that he for sure will take Jed to the end he's like I will take you 100% like Beth's gonna cut you guys before final two so he's like I'm your best shot to make it to the end and I think at that point Jed's kind of like you know what at the moment I thought this would be a really great game move but now I'm trying to think now I'm starting to think maybe not so great for my game maybe I should keep him on a little longer he's would do he would be more beneficial to me than not and which is very surprising because I'm like shocking it's shocking shocking. (laughs) all of this to put him on the block to now be like actually actually yeah on everyone's heartstrings just to be like just kidding I actually think I want to keep him and and I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what Kiefer said to possibly get them to change their mind because I would, if you, if you take that shot, you don't miss, like, Keeper's never going to forget that you yeah. put him on the block. He's never going to forget that. Yeah. And whatever he's saying to you, I wouldn't buy it. I don't know. I just feel like, how, how can he still be loyal to Jed after Jed just tried to backdoor him? That, but also remember when they were the only three that voted to evict him? Yes. So <laughs> it's. Yeah, so it's like, not only were they the only three people who voted to evict him, but then the next week, Kiefer keeps them safe. The like first that. chance they get to yeah. get him, they take it. Exactly. Like, so Kiefer's thing is, he's, like, too loyal to the soil. Like, he's kind of like, I want to play this game for my kids, which you're a mother, so you, I guess, in a sense, you can relate to that more, where you don't want to do something that's going to give them you know a bad idea of who you actually are so he's kind of like no I'm gonna stay loyal and I want to teach my kids that I can play an honest and like loyal game and I don't have to backstab people to win but at this point it's kind of like yeah at this point it's kind of just like it's a game it's a game (laughs) it's a game game. you know I feel like personally as watching a lot of this it might be different being in the house but I'm kind of like feel like when you're in the game you can always work on your relationships outside of the house if you really feel like you want to be cool with these people like work on that relationship once the game's over you know it's like you're in there to play a game and you made it that far and so many other people would love to be in that position so do what you got to do to win yeah and And the thing about the game is the game is every week you have to like literally kick somebody out of the house, like Mm -hmm. vote you off the island, go away. Like it's a brutal game. It's not play nice. You are kicking somebody off the cast, out of the house, Mm -hmm. crushing their dreams. You're a loser. So (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> so hard. You're like, you're a loser. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> that is the game. So like they try to do it in a nice way. When the end of the day, we're saying, we don't want you here. We don't want to play with you. We don't want you to win. Like, that's the game. So yeah. I don't know. I don't see how you can play the game nice, nice and make friends. That's not the game. Exactly. That's how I see it too. I'm kind of like, sure, you can be yeah. friends with them to be like, you know what? Let's just mend this after the game. After I win, yeah. like, I'll take you out to dinner. Let's, like, work on this. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of surprising to see that Jed and Ty are sort of, they actually pull Keeper aside and they talk to him and they're like, you know what? We're actually going to keep you this week. And Keeper's like, obviously so happy about this. And then they tell Beth separately. I I, so I love that boy, that little boy moment where they kind of look at each other and they kind of go in the other room yes. and then they have that bro moment. I thought that was the cutest moment. But yes. then. Yeah. You're like, it was so cute. And then Beth. And then. Hurricane Bethel. <laughs> I don't like that name, Bethel. Sounds like, ugh, I can't. But Hurricane Beth just like pretty much just rips to shreds and jet to shreds and is like you guys fucking did this without me like you know I have coached you guys through this whole entire game and you guys don't even include me in things and like now the house is gonna think like that I had nothing to do with this and all these moves that we make together like I'm not a part of it which is understandable it's totally she, understandable. The fact that she had the audacity to be like, I have coached you through this whole game. And Jed just looked at her like, wanting to be like, bitch, please. And <laughs> kept his mouth shut. And he's like, okay, whatever, girl. Um, so but you know what, time. though? You know what, though? Okay, so as a wife myself, mm-hmm. I get it. And like, it, I'm, like I, there are, okay, no, I am not a fan of Beth. Let's start there. Oh, I don't like Beth. Same. I love Ted, uh, Ted. I love Jed. I love <laughs> Ty. I would call them Ted and Jay. Yeah. Ted. Uh, <laughs> I love them. But as a woman, though, as a woman, you're like, I, I have been here with you. Why did you exclude me? Mm-hmm. I, it was my idea to stay. Like, you're there every step of the way. And then, Mr. Man goes and he does it mm-hmm. and he gets the credit for it. As a woman, I get it. I yeah. get it as a woman. Same. And I and I actually like that she stood up for herself and said, what are you doing? Why did you exclude me from that? And they, she's in an alliance really with like the four boys and they have a little romance mm-hmm. and they are completely, in that moment, they completely excluded her. Like as a woman, yeah, I get it. But as a person who doesn't like Beth, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I could not have said it per, like any better like like you just said as a woman you see that and you're kind of like wow and then but as a player I also don't like Beth I don't yeah. know why <laughs> but I'm not likable yeah but the other thing too about it is in a sense she sort of brought herself into that position because she had talked about it apparently before the game saying that she did not want to work with any females in the game so mm. she was kind of like, I want to work with all the boys. I don't want to work with any females. And apparently her best friend before the season's like, you're either going to be with all the guys or you're going to be best friends with um, like the gay guy in the house. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like, and I had spoken about this camera if it was my last episode, but it was just this thing of everyone wanting to be in this trio 
and everyone wanting to be like the number one female, the alpha female. Yeah. And, you know, Latoya was in this trio. Then Victoria and Beth were sort of a little jealous of that, but Victoria wins HOH first. So she sort of takes her shot at Latoya, gets her out because she now wants to take that spot. And Beth at this point, because Latoya has gone sort of gets in deeper with them. And Beth is noticing, okay, Victoria, you want my spot? Hell no. Kicks her ass yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and for now sure. Beth is, is like the alpha female, but now it's like, you're the alpha female who's in a bromance, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's And you know what, if that, in way. that moment, in that moment, if it were about Kiefer, she would have been like, oh, good, you told him, you know? But it was about her. That was the, it was such a selfish reaction of, well, why wasn't I there? Why didn't I get to use that moment to um, push myself farther, to build a relationship with Keith? It was so about her. It wasn't about the team. It wasn't like, okay, good, you guys told him, good, we did this as a team. It was so about her, me, me, me. Well, I wasn't there and I didn't get to use this moment in. So it was, it's just, yeah, it doesn't make us like her more, but I do, I do kind of get it as a woman, but no, it still makes her not a likable person. I think too, she could have just used that moment after they told her and just take, taken Kiefer aside and just worked on her game relationship with Kiefer exactly. alone. It's like, okay, if the guys went and did this by themselves, then I'm going to go and, you know, try to repair anything that might have affected my relationship with Kiefer. So if they went and he thinks that it's just them three, like, let me talk to him and just make him realize, like, it's the four of us or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, she could have used that moment, just been like, let me talk to Kiefer myself then. So, like, screw you guys right. for not including me. So, like, now I've got yeah. to repair damage that you might have caused. <laughs> but yeah, because that it's it's so insincere. Like, with the guys, it was just like a genuine, like, bro moment of, mm -hmm. listen, we're bros, we're going to ride it out, let's be bros. But with her, it's like, it's calculated. It's so insincere. Yeah. It's not real. It doesn't seem real. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could hate on Beth all day. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so Tina now realizes that she might be going home, and in the end, she does. They all vote to evict Tina, and kind of like did she even campaign though? Did she campaign, or did she just like the ball pit just give up? I think she tried to. I actually did see, though, Tara throw Tina under the bus, though. Yeah. So I was bit. like, oof. At this point, Tara bit. knows she's like, I love you, Tina, but, like, you're not doing anything for my game. But if no, but truthfully, she has to because what they're throwing at her is you guys are a duo, you guys are a duo, yeah. you guys are a duo. So she has to, if that's all she keeps hearing yeah. as, like, a negative reason to get her out of the house, she has to separate herself yeah she does at this point she's like it's either tina or keeper goes so they're both people yeah. that she's working with so she's like let me work the angles and you know i was kind of again like she did throw under the bus but i didn't really care because tina's not doing much for her anyways so i was like at all yeah whatever it's just like extra dead weight that you really don't need yeah really. <laughs> with you but like just gonna lug yeah. this to the final with you no, no. um so Tina ultimately goes, and honestly, I was kind of like, I was happy Keeper stayed. I was, let's just yeah. put it out there, I was happy he stayed, but I was also kind of sad that they did all this to, like, keep him. 
like we said earlier, just like you, you went to take your shot and you didn't take it. Yeah. But, so I was like, oh, Tina, I didn't really care that she left, to be honest. And, her and do you remember was, like weeks, weeks ago, they tried, they did the, they attempted to take the shot at Rohan. Mm-hmm. Latoya tried like minutes before the eviction, she tried to flip it and that came back to bite them. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's the same thing with Kiefer. Like if you take that shot, even if you've now decided you changed your mind, like you've already started, just finish, just follow yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel like. I don't, I don't know how they can recover with that, with Kiefer. Yes. And so now going after this HOH, Rain and Tina going home, they now go into another one. So it's been a lot of mental comps lately. So they had some past mm-hmm. house guests record some like statements and we only saw a few of them, but obviously it was a lot longer. So they had this little book thing that they had to turn and it had the faces of people and they had to sort of lock in their answer of who they thought said the statement. And it's kind of like, you know, they all start off okay. And Ty, of course, I'm looking at Ty and I'm like, Ty, this, you know, you better pull out this one. And then I know, he, bless his little heart. Bless he, his heart. He tried and he, I was, he wasn't going to win. Yeah. So <laughs> I saw him get a couple wrong. I was like, yep, Ty's definitely out for That's sure. <laughs> um, and surprisingly, I find this happens a lot in Big Brother, which is great too. Every time. The person yes. who's on the block, ready to go home, but ends up staying, wins the next HOH yeah like it happens more often I feel like than it doesn't and it was crazy yeah. because we know who was on the block Kiefer so it wasn't Kiefer who won it was Tara who actually won this next HOH and I'm like rags to riches girl she finally has the power mm-hmm. and although I'm not too crazy about Tara um for a few reasons I was like happy to see that she won just so I could see just because I wanted to switch up the narrative of of the game it's always fun to see someone else win and sort of shake up the house so it's not so predictable each week even though that might mean some of my favorites going i'm kind of like mm-hmm. game wise i'm like i just want to see shit go down yeah <laughs> like drama first and then emotion second <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's me so yeah were you shocked to see tara win how do you how do you feel about her win I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so for, like you said, for the sake of drama and shaking up the house, it's good that she won. But I don't particularly like her. And I love Judson. And I just don't want her to get out Judson. Yeah. And he has played such a good game. And for like Tara to be the one that gets him out, that would just be heartbreaking. That is true. That is true. And I see that, like, it's funny because I know a lot of people that don't like Judson. Typically, I don't like the quote-unquote alpha males that, like, are in the games. Typically, I always find that they're too cocky and just mm-hmm. their attitudes, you know, they think they're all that and then some. But I actually don't mind Ty and Jed as, like, the alpha males. I actually really like them. I don't know if it's because they're I, black not. males. Like, from the beginning, they're Bond, and I was kind of like, nice but I feel like they're actually genuinely nice people and you know they actually do try to talk to everyone and and have relationships with them instead of being like well I'm running this house and you know you guys are all just dirt to me 
Yeah, there were I, no I, guys like that this year. I feel like every season you have that alpha male character. Yes, yes. And I thought Kyle might be that way because mm-hmm. he was like this hockey boy kind of. But even Kyle was nice. Yeah. Ty and Jen are sweet guys. Like they, it was all nice guys in the house this year. Yeah. No crazy alpha male bullying people for sure. I know some people that don't like them because they see them as the alpha people. And you obviously don't like to see two or one person be like the showrunner the whole game people always root for the underdogs yeah they always root for that so do i i always root for them but this season i actually really like like the two i'm saying quote unquote alpha males because yeah it's just what everyone else is calling them i just call them two players who are actually doing well (laughs) yeah um yeah yeah so i'm what i kind of hope for tara to do is like as much as i don't want to see jed go i do want her to put up jed and beth because I want her to send Beth pack in. <laughs> Although they made like a final two deal. So it's kind of like, is she going to stick by that final two deal with Beth? Because before the last situation, Jed's situation, she went to Beth and was like, you need me to like take you to final two. She's like, I can't take Tina. And like, I could take Kiefer, but she's like, you know, knowing that she will lose to him. So she's like, let's work together because obviously the guys are going to take each other. So I wonder if she's going to go back on that. And she's like, now, you know, I've got the gun and I'm going to take my shot at you, Beth. <laughs> yeah. At each other the whole season. But so I, I feel like the whole season and especially towards the end, everybody has deals with everybody. Mm-hmm. So once you win HOH, it's basically like, okay, which promise am I going to break? Because you yeah. have an alliance with everybody in the house already. Yeah. So um, I think Tara said like last week or two weeks ago, she apparently like swore on her kids that she would never put Beth up or something like that. Mm. But I don't, I don't think she's going to stick to that. Yeah. I, it's always different when you have like the power. That's why I don't like when people swear on whatever. It's like, just keep the swearing out of it. Just yeah. like you could swear <laughs> on, you know, the moon, the sky, the stars, but like, you're going to go back on that promise and then you're going to look like an idiot. You're like, well, but I love it because Vic- Victoria would swear on everything and she yeah. would say it means nothing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> she swore on her boyfriend's life like 50 times. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, poor Matt, I wonder how he feels about yeah. this. Like, Victoria's writing, putting everything on your life right now. <laughs> how do you feel? Um, but yeah, so we'll see what this week brings it's a fake double eviction week so i am so yeah. excited for that oh my god my fear now is that beth will get evicted and then fake double she come back, back in. in yeah <laughs> i kind of was telling someone i'm like if beth and jed are the two people to leave i want to see them battle it <laughs> battle against each other to like make it back into the house i kind of just want to see them going head to head i don't know why <laughs> I just want them to be like, I'm better than you or whatever the case is. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, the fallout of it all, to think that you're evicting someone and then to have one of them come back and you're like, shit, I'm screwed. <laughs> I know. I want to see how they're going to do it and like when the house guests realize that it's yeah. fake, you know? Yeah. I want to see. Because it's so I'm weird so to have it late, late in the season which is kind of a little weird, but I guess maybe with COVID, they're like, we can't really, you know, have you getting, you know, going out. I don't know. 
don't know. Yeah. Because if they were like go battle back in or whatever, but they're, I think they want to keep people in the bubble. Yeah. Keep them in the bubble. Yeah. So yeah, I'm here for it. I'm I'm excited. I like it. For sure. So any last thoughts, Miss Nix? Any last thoughts? Um, who, who do you know. want to bring? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So really, I I like. See, I like Ty, but the thing is, is he playing a good game? <laughs> Same. Like I like him, but you know, I I like Ty, Jed, and Keith for you. One of the three of them, I'd be very happy for. But I I, I don't necessarily like Kiefer as a person per se, but I like him as a player. Same. I like the game he's playing. Same. I agree with you there. I really would like Ty to win, but I also want him to step up his game a little bit. I and poor thing. I think yeah, he's trying. He's trying so hard. <laughs> so hard. Um, I think Jed, honestly, Jensen and Kiefer to me are the most deserving. Yeah, for sure. I, I like think one that, of the two of them in the finals. Yeah. Lynn, like you touched the nail on the head there where you said, as a person, I not too keen on Kiefer maybe, which is why I keep going back and forth on how I feel about him. But as a game player, I think he definitely deserves uh, to win. Yeah, like he has a good story from like the underdog. He's been on the block. He's won competitions. He almost just got backdoored and talked himself out of it. Like yeah. his finale speech will be amazing. His resume is, is really good, but. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, my yeah. Nick, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for letting me come on and chat with you. This was fun. Not for a very long time, but I don't mind it. You know? Oh yeah, I know. I was like, oh, let me see the time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thanks for joining me. I really hope to have you back on another episode. We have three weeks left, but hopefully you come back soon. Let me know. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be so fun. Yeah. So thanks for everyone for listening. Make sure to tell your friends to follow this podcast, subscribe, like it, listen. Um, you can find me on Twitter at HeyJ. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. And you can find me on Instagram at Josh Reacts. Do you want people to follow you, Miss Mix? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Uh, what's, what's it? This World with Miss Nix. Um, and I have a little YouTube vlog that I do where I talk about Big Brother. Um, I don't know how to find that because it's uh, look, look for me on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I will put everything in the show notes for you guys so you know exactly where to find us. And thank you again for listening. It's always a pleasure doing these episodes. Until next week, everyone. See ya.